Welcome back to the Living Real Driven Podcast, where we sit down with purpose-driven individuals and experts in their field to provide you with the tools, the knowledge, and the experiences so you too can live a real driven life. I'm your host, Nick Updike, as always, and today I'm actually going to be getting pretty vulnerable with you guys. I'm going to be going through my entire story, starting from my upbringing all the way through college and starting Real Driven, and explaining to you guys you know, how I came to be the person that I am today. But most importantly, I'm going to be going through the adversities that made me, literally made me who I am. And also the learning experiences that I accumulated along the way on my journey, because it's great to hear someone's story, but if they're not sharing with you what they learned, so you too can learn from them through my mistakes. And then also for people who can relate to some of the things I went through, or are going through some of the things I went through, this may shed some light on these experiences and hopefully help you as well. So I'm going to go ahead and dive in and I want you guys to think of my story almost like climbing a mountain, right? My story is truly about the climb, the ups, the downs, and the perseverance it takes along the way to get to the top. So just think about someone, you know, climbing a mountain and I'm going to be using this analogy and tying my story back into it throughout. So growing up, it appeared that I had a perfect life from the outside. My parents were happily married. I lived in a nice neighborhood. I went to a private school. But on the inside, I was actually this extremely shy child who was brutally bullied for being chubby. People would always make fun of me saying I had man boobs. I wouldn't take my shirt off to go swimming. And back to the shyness part, I literally would cry when I had Christmas pageants. I wouldn't walk into class late. I was absolutely like terrified shy, like petrified shy really bad and this caused me to really struggle with my self-image, my self-confidence and my self-love at the same time. And if you're someone who's been through some of these experiences as a kid, you know how traumatizing they can be and the impact that they kind of leave on you. Even in a subconscious manner, these experiences created a lot of self-doubt and programming that I've had to work through later on in my own life, right? Yet at the same time, I actually had this other side of me that was kind of laying down this path for entrepreneurship. Around the age of five, I was that kid that was literally wheeling his little red wagon out to his driveway, selling whatever I could to the neighbors, usually baked goods or whatever. And my dad also was teaching me the value of money. I was very fortunate that he'd set me up with the chore list and ways to earn money. And he would actually match any money I deposited into my savings. So when most kids were out, you know, buying video games or candy or Yu-Gi-Oh cards or whatever they were, I was actually depositing into my future. And it was this weird dynamic because on one side, I was this really shy, vulnerable, not confident kid. But on the other, I felt really good about myself because I was like earning money and learning about money and entrepreneurship at the same time. So in middle school, this constant bullying really started to get to me. And eventually I kind of snapped. I had enough, right? And I was like, yo, I'm going to do whatever I can to get in the best shape of my life so I can prove you guys wrong. And you guys will stop teasing me. And it's not even not just stop teasing me, but you guys will look up to me and be like, I wish I never like messed with this kid. It was that powerful. And I like to call this energy that I was using dark energy. It's that chip on your shoulder energy that kind of comes from hurt or wanting to prove people wrong and pain. And it can be extremely powerful if you utilize it correctly. And that's kind of what I did. I'm not saying this is a sustainable energy. I'm not saying this is the most positive energy. 
And I'm not saying that you should always use this energy, but I am saying that you can use this energy and it can be very powerful in short bursts of time. A lot of people use it in entrepreneurship, right? Like people, when you start a business, there's going to be family members, there's going to be friends that are going to be doubting you and saying, yo, you're crazy. You can't do that. (laughs) You can't be successful doing that. And you can be like, no, I can. And I'm going to prove it to you right now. And you go to work. That's using that dark energy. So for example, every time I didn't want to work out, every time I wanted to stuff my face or eat that cupcake, I would remember the times people bullied me saying I had man boobs and I'd always power through and I'd always get it done. So I was making a lot of progress at this time with my mindset and then also, you know, my climb up this mountain going into eighth grade. And then one day I was playing baseball in the Pan Am games in a tournament and I was playing shortstop at the time. The guy in first stole second, catcher threw the ball down or threw the ball to second base, but he threw it high. I jumped up to catch it. And when I jumped up, the guy slid straight into my legs. I did a flip, landed on my legs wrong, broke both my tibia and fibula, had to get carted off the field on a stretcher, brought to the hospital in an ambulance, and that was that. As soon as I got slid into my legs, I slid back down my metaphorical mountain, and this was an extremely hard time for me to say the least because at this time, my entire identity was tied into sports, right? So like I said, I was trying to get healthy, and my main, one of my main ways of doing this was putting my energy and time into sports. So I felt really lost at this time and I needed to find somewhere to channel all this energy into. So prior to this accident, the entrepreneurship side of me that I was talking about really started to come out. In fact, in seventh grade, I was actually in a decent amount of trouble for slinging sticks of gum to all the kids at school. I'd go to Costco, I'd buy those bulk packs, and I would sell individual sticks for like 25 cents a piece. So yeah, I was probably getting them for four or five. My leg may have been broken, but my entrepreneurial spirit was still very much intact. And this gave me time to explore that side of things. So as I was laying in bed with my full light cast, I was actually researching entrepreneurs, kind of like today's Andy Frisella and my leg, Gary Vee, et cetera, et cetera. And I was learning what set average people apart from highly successful people in their field. And not just entrepreneurs, athletes, thought leaders, et cetera. And from there, dude, I just became absolutely obsessed with peak performance and entrepreneurship and just being really successful, just being really, really good at whatever I do. So after recovering, I decided to take up lacrosse and apply my work ethic that I've always had in my life to the sport. I practiced every day. My mom would bring me to the racquetball courts. I'd be there throwing the ball back and forth and improving my skills. And I ended up making the all-star team my first season And at this time, my confidence in myself was really starting to grow and I was getting back into the flow of things, right? So in high school, I felt like I was on top of the world going in. I was playing football. I made the varsity lacrosse team. I dated a beautiful girl on the cheerleading team. And my friend and I actually started a nonprofit that I think helped me get into UF. So at this time, I was thriving, right? Until one day, literally all of that changed. I decided to play mini golf with one of my best friends at the time who was like a brother to me. And we were messing around, hitting balls on other holes over little things of water and bridges and whatever. And somehow, by divine intervention, I have no idea how this happened. One of the balls I hit managed to nail my friend in the back of the head back here. Not the temple, but the back of the head. And, you know, he was fine. He had a bump on his head. We got on some ice. 
we actually went out to eat some pizza after he goes home and then I'm laying I remember this moment like it was yesterday I was laying on my couch and my mom walked in and she said she just got off the phone with my friend's mom and he's in the hospital and he's about to go into surgery right and I was in shock at this point. I was like, what are you talking about, mom? I was just with it. I was just with him like two hours ago. So to make a long story short, he was suffering from internal brain bleeding from the impact the golf ball had on his head. And he was going into emergency trauma surgery and they weren't sure if he was going to be okay or live. So past forward a week, I go to visit him in the hospital. And the first time I see him, it's literally like a scar going from the top of his head all the way to the back. And it was absolutely, it was one of those feelings where your stomach just drops and you just don't even know, like have the words to speak. It was extremely intense and he didn't remember my name. He couldn't name common objects on the walls. And it was, it was just a really, really hard time for me. And at that moment I knew that I had lost a friend and a brother of mine and I'll never, you know, I'll still be haunted by the thought and feeling of this day probably for the rest of my life. So there I was falling down my mountain, trying to grab onto anything I could to keep me from sliding down and getting more scraped up. And the next thing I know, I'm dealing with a massive lawsuit between my family and his family. My cousin overdoses on heroin and is left with brain damage similar to my friend and my parents are getting separated at the same time and I'm moving in with my mom. So it was just like a one, two, three, like right after another. And as someone in high school, I really did not know how to cope with this. So I did what most people do and I kind of just shut off my emotions, almost like a vampire or something, right? Just like shut off your emotions so you don't have to feel all this pain that you're going through. So I was basically hit with an avalanche of boulders on this mountain that sent me tumbling back down to the bottom in a very, very rough way. So like I said, I stuffed all these emotions as deep down inside of me as I could, and I detached from my feelings. And I remember that year, I think I missed around 40 days of school. I'd skip school with my girlfriend all the time, we'd leave early, and I was cheating on tests, I was copying homework, I was doing whatever I could to get by. So later that year, my coach and my teammates found out that I was transferring high schools for a lacrosse scholarship, and to make everything even worse, they started calling me a traitor. My coach wouldn't start me. And I remember even one day, kids on my team shaving cream my truck because of it. Like they shaving creamed, I think it was like the mascot of the other team of the school I was moving to or something. It was just like, yo, I have all this going on and you guys really have to pour this gas on the fire? Like, are you serious? It was literally a nightmare I could not wake up from. So at this point I was just, laying at the base of my mountain trying to catch my breath and just kind of praying that you know god or the universe will help me at this point when i finally started this new school i was able to start fresh and reinvent myself at least reinvent myself on the outside because on the inside i was still recovering from you know the falls i've, I've been taking the past few months and in no time i became the captain of my lacrosse team at the new school i was doing well academically and I was really putting my entrepreneurial spirit to work. I was selling a lot of homework. I was literally going into classes, taking exams, leaving the class, writing everything I could down, and then selling my exam answers to other students. So, I mean, I'm not saying to do that. I'm not saying it's morally correct, but I'm saying I made a lot of money 
and it was something that was easy and the kids at the school were pri very privileged and had a lot of money so I was like all right I'm gonna take advantage of this I'm already doing my homework might as well make some cash off it I was actually making so much money at the time that when my mom found my little box my stash of cash she <laughs> she came up to me and she's like yo Nick I need to talk to you like what is all of this and she obviously thought I was a drug dealer at the time but I just had to explain to her I was selling my homework and whatnot and she was she was actually a teacher so she was kind of sketched out of me doing that but she's also low-key like kind of proud of me I think at least so getting ready for high school graduation I started to feel like everything was behind me I had a nice clear path to the top of my mountain blue skies nice weather everything I could ask for that was until this big dark cloud just started slowly going over my head and that dark cloud was anxiety and extreme panic attacks that I started suffering from. And I can tell you, this was honestly the worst part of everything I went through, was the anxiety and the panic attacks. Imagine all the trauma I've stuffed away for years and years and didn't want to talk about, just came like bursting out. So it was like this balloon, right? It was this little balloon. I started putting in all my trauma, all my emotions, it started to grow. And then like going, I guess finishing senior year, going to the end, it popped and all these emotions were trying to come out of me. But the thing was, since I wasn't talking about it, they were just getting lodged into my throat. And if you're into spirituality or chakras or anything, basically my throat chakra was completely blocked and I wasn't expressing my truth, my emotions, I wasn't confronting my dad, I wasn't doing any of this stuff and it was just blocked right in my throat. So I was getting these panic attacks and it felt like there's literally a golf ball or a tennis ball lodged in my throat and as I was getting anxiety, I wouldn't be able to breathe, I wouldn't be able to swallow, and I had to work through these panic attacks, and it was absolutely brutal. <laughs> like, there was times I didn't want to leave my house, there was times where my, my boys would hit me up to go to a party or whatever, and I would always make excuses to not go, and it was something that really was crippling me, like, really badly, and I needed to figure out ways to overcome this. So at this point, I was angry, I was scared, I was frustrated, and the worst part was I really had no idea how to fix it. So this is kind of when I turned to the universe for help, and I started diving very heavily into spirituality, meditation, yoga, I got my Reiki practitioner's license, and I was really doing pretty much anything I could to help cope with this anxiety and figure out where it's coming from, how I can alleviate it, and how I can move forward in my life, because if you've struggled from panic attacks, especially consistent ones, you know how seriously like scary they are. Like the first time I had one, I went to the ER because I thought I was having a straight up heart attack. Like that's how scary they were. And I've been to the ER twice for it. And after that, I realized, yo, it's just like, you're just having a panic attack. You're not going to die. But crazy. I have another video on how I overcame anxiety and panic attacks on my YouTube that I'll link right here. So after six months of deep work, I was finally able to snap out of this victim mentality and into one that really viewed all these experiences as opportunities for growth and to also help others overcome challenges and adversities in their own life. Because before, there was definitely a period of time where I was kind of having a little pity party for myself. I was being a victim and I was looking at myself and I was like, yo, why the hell are all of these things happening to me? It was like, obviously one after another after another and I'm like god the universe like etc why are you doing this to me and then eventually I was able to switch this perspective to these things are actually happening for me 
because they have completely broadened my perspective and they've given me these experiences so when I go to help other people, when I go to coach, when I go to speak, I can relate to so many different stories and so many different adversities that people are going through because I've been through them myself. I've experienced the heartache, the pain, the suffering, the anxiety, all these different things. So now when I look back at these experiences, I'm grateful for them. As weird as it is to say, I'm genuinely grateful that I went through all these challenges and obstacles because if I didn't, I would not be the person I am today. I would not have started Real Driven. I would not be so damn passionate about helping others and changing the world. And who knows what I would even be doing right now. Honestly, I have no idea what I'd be doing right now. So I'm extremely grateful for them. So I encourage you guys, instead of you know feeling bad for yourself, I encourage you to look at what you're going through right now as something that you can actually use to level up to bring yourself to the next level because if you can get through whatever you're going through right now, I guarantee that you can get through anything else. Use it to build your confidence, not tear you down. But back to the story. So yes, I changed my perspective and around this time is when I became more inspired than I've ever felt in my entire life. I felt that my purpose, I believe that people can have more than one purpose, but this purpose of mine had become very clear in my life. And I was so inspired to help bring this light and bring these learning experiences and my newfound passion to the world. So with my obsession over personal growth, you know, my entrepreneurial spirit and my desire to help others, I created Real Driven right before going into college. My senior year of high school, I actually bought the domain and I had no idea what I wanted to do with it at the time. So at first, Real Driven really focused on helping people more in the health and fitness arena just because that's what I knew at first. I was a personal trainer, I played sports my whole life. But then going into sophomore year, I actually invested in some, you know, some better climbing equipment. I was joining high-level masterminds and communities. I invested in my first coach to teach me business and entrepreneurship because like I said, I really had no training and I really had no idea what I was doing. So I wanted to learn from people who had been through what I was about to go through and it helped me tremendously. I highly, highly recommend investing in a coach in some sorts, whatever you're trying to do in your life. If you're an entrepreneur, I highly recommend a business coach or getting around other high-level driven um, entrepreneurs. So one thing led to another, and then in 2019, I started the Instagram for Real Driven where I pretty much just posted personal growth content to help other people level up, health, fitness, mindset, spirituality, um, business, etc. And then I started this podcast as well in the very beginning of 2019, geared towards helping young purpose-driven adults live their best life. I was bringing on experts in different industries and trying to showcase people like myself who are going out and pursuing their passions to the fullest. And this is something that's still going on, obviously, as you're watching this. And then moving forward a little bit, I started a lifestyle brand and apparel brand, like what I'm wearing today, where I have ambassadors. And it's just a way for other people to represent and, you know, showcase that they're a part of the Real Driven community and that's the kind of lifestyle they live. So at this point, the peak of my mountain was finally starting to get a bit more clear, starting to really come into focus. So I quickly realized that this college education I was paying a ton of money for was not providing me the tools I needed to level up as an entrepreneur and as a individual just looking to become better in all aspects. So. Yes, the masterminds I was in were helping a ton getting around the right people, but the problem was I was always the youngest in the groups, and also they weren't geared towards education. 
right? They were more geared towards, you know, live calls and networking and things of that sort. So I was like, all right, well, there's nothing like what I need and what I'm craving, so I'm just gonna make it. I went to work on creating what I believe is going to be the largest education platform for young adults in the world who are motivated and want to become the best version of themselves. We have coaches on mind, body, spirit, personal finance, business finance, entrepreneurship, relationship, communication, all these things that are real life skills that really matter. Now, if you're watching this prior to November 16th, I actually have not launched the education platform, but we are getting very, very close and I could not be more excited. I've been working on this for the past eight months and just putting all the pieces together, but more on that in another video. Now my main mission through Real Driven is to not only provide a top-notch education platform and community, but to actually raise the collective consciousness of my generation so more people can live a fulfilling, happy, and successful life. I wanna provide everyone the support and the encouragement and the guidance they need to climb to the top of their own mountain because I believe everyone deserves that opportunity and I know how difficult it can be doing it alone. It's really hard. So I know that was a bit long, but I really hope my story serves as a reminder to you guys to never give up, to not take life for granted, and to really enjoy the journey because that's all life is really made up of is a bunch of different experiences. And one thing I can tell you from my experience, from my story is that life is short. You don't know what could happen and what can change and things literally can change in one day in one instant enjoy the journey enjoy life because all we're guaranteed is the present moment right now and when you look back at the adversity that you're going through you're going to be like wow look how far i've come look what i've overcome and look how strong i am now now when an obstacle comes in my way i'm looking forward to it because i know i can conquer it and i know i can handle it i know i went a bit long but one more thing before i end this no matter how far you fall down your mountain, no matter how beaten down you are, no matter what kind of headspace you're in, just remember you can always climb back to the top of your mountain if you believe in yourself and you have the courage to persevere. Thank you guys so much for watching. This story went a little bit longer than I intended and I know I didn't integrate as many learning lessons into it as I wanted because this would have been like a 45 minute video, but I'm gonna do another video that you can watch right here that is gonna have probably the top five to 10 learning lessons I learned from my experiences and my story as a whole. So be sure to watch that. I'm gonna make sure it's very value packed and I hope you guys love it. Peace, thanks for watching. That's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed it and were able to take away some tremendous value from it. Now, I wanna remind you that knowledge is only power if you make the effort to actually take action and implement it into your daily life. I can assure you, if you just listen to the podcast, take zero notes, and don't make an effort to take the practical tools we provide you and put it into daily practice, 90% of the info will be out the window within a week, guaranteed. It's just how it works. So do me a favor and review your notes and see how you can implement what you just learned from podcast it will help you tremendously so as a bonus every week i'll be picking one person on instagram who screenshots the podcast and tags at real underscore driven to give away one piece of rd merch of your choosing hats shirts whatever you guys like so with that being said i hope you all have a kick-ass day and i'll see you next time